Hey there, this is Bo James, and on behalf of the Wix Church of the Nazarene, I just want to say thank you for joining us. I believe there is something for you in this message, and I pray that it will help you grow your faith. Enjoy. Let's start out, and I say this because there's going to be a couple of different passages today, but let's start in Psalms 46. And yes, you probably already know where we are headed. Psalms 46 Verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Lord, this morning, this is your word, and we're going to open other passages. But may your message come through everything we read today, to be still and know that you are God. And Father, I know this is a passage that we talk about a lot. Maybe we preach a lot, but Father, it's because we don't get it yet. So I pray this morning something new comes to us that changes us because of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. So last week, finished up our book of Colossians. Um, So how did the week go for you? Was it a tough week living well? In front of people, were your conversations salty or seasoned this week? (sighs) Man, I told y'all, I I hate when I preach like that because then the pastor has to walk it, right? And so there was some times that I wanted to be salty that I had to remind myself to be seasoned, remember? Because too much salt is not a good thing. After I finish a series like that, sometimes I always kind of allot in a time frame, a couple of weeks, um, because my mind begins to go in different directions, you know, uh, what the next messages look like. And so I started this week chasing down the, the couple of different ways that I want it to go, and I just couldn't find, like, the focus, right? And it felt like the storm hit this week. All of a sudden, we have an increase in cases. All of a sudden, there's ripple effects hitting the community, and we had to decide, okay, what does VBS look like? Okay, VBS doesn't look like anything right now. And, and you know, that anxiety, I don't know about you guys, but for the pastor, the anxiety began to build a little bit of, oh, here we go again. And I know my school, I'm looking at school administrator back here. You know what I'm talking about, that you thought, oh, I thought we were past that. And we're trying to watch numbers and we're trying to listen to what the, the CDC is putting out and what is the government saying and you're listening to school board and, you know, it, and I was just like, ah. And then Emily sent me her song list and she said, you know, ask, are these songs okay? And she said, I don't know, I just feel, I feel the word peace this week. And that was one of the directions I'd already been studying. So I said, thank you, Lord. That's where we're going. Because I cannot tell you the calm that just rushed over me when she sent me those songs. And I knew in that moment, peace. Isn't that what we're all looking for? How many of you, that's what you kind of showed up today hoping you'd find maybe a little bit of peace today. Every time you open your Bible, you want a little bit of peace. How do we, how do we describe peace? What is, what is that? look like for you. Maybe some of you, it's that early morning cup of coffee sitting on your back porch, just watching the sun come up. Maybe for some of you, and I know my boys that were missing last week, it's that cup of coffee by the campfire early morning, right? When poor little Liam couldn't even get out of bed, I hear. I heard they wore that little boy out last week. (laughs) 
Maybe peace to you sounds like waves crashing to the shore early in the morning on that beach. By the way, my picture today, that's one of my actual beach pictures from last, well, a couple weeks ago when we were there. Because that's one of the first, oh, that was just peaceful for me. Like, we we tried to sleep in because it was vacation, but I had to pop up every morning to just stick my head out our sliding glass window to look at the beach and hear the waves. Some, Some days we would just crack our sliding glass just to hear that ocean because it's so peaceful. Maybe for some of you, especially if you have younger children, peace is a quiet house when the kids go to bed. If Mandy was here, she would have just screamed, Amen. She may be typing it in this morning. Maybe some of you, a peaceful moment is when you're sitting and you hear the siblings giggling because they're playing so well together, and that's rare. That was how it was in our house. Usually, my two would have been screaming at each other, which I learned later, by the way. My daughter used to fake scream to get her brother in trouble. Anybody else have kids that did this? Like, she literally fake screamed, and I would scream at Alex from the other room because I just knew he was agitating her again, right? And so I'd scream, get out of your sister's room. I've learned now he didn't do half the things she said. Like, yeah. So now I can't even trust, like, you know, I can't even trust if she tells me brother did something. Maybe some of you, that peaceful moment, maybe it's that cool night breeze listening to the frogs and the whippoorwills. And maybe some of you, it's just the bellows of the cows as they're coming in to graze is your peaceful moment on the farm. See, there's a whole lot of different ways that we can describe peace. And I bet if I started asking you individually, you could continue that list this morning of those moments that fill you with peace. We all want it. We're all searching for it desperately. And even though all those things I just described were moments that feel peaceful, we eventually return to the real world, don't we, from those moments. Like, it may be really nice, and I'm thinking of you, Shelly, because I think you posted this week about sitting on your porch early morning, watching that sun come up, and that sounded beautiful and peaceful until it hit 100 degrees when the sun come up, right? <laughs> like, real reality world hit by noon. I remember coming home from our vacation. I mean, like, really and truly, that really was one of the most peaceful vacations Thomas and I had, and I'm not going to blame it on the kids not being there, but it might have helped. But we made a we made a decision to really disconnect while we were there. So like I still was receiving work emails from the district and I was just like, no, not till I get back. Not till I get back. Unless it's a real emergency, not till I get back. And so we disconnected. But I remember as we were driving home, you could just sort of feel the real world coming. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you go on vacation and the closer you get to home, uh, the, 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 just that dread starts setting in of what you know is waiting at home, whether it's the messy house, whether it's the got to go to work the next day. Psalms 46 reminds us to just be still, though. And I feel like we return to this scripture a whole lot. I feel like when I was going through, and, and this may be why I almost overlooked going this direction this week, because I thought, I, I do this a lot, Lord. Like, I think I've preached this too often. They, they hear this from me all the time about peace. Why do I have to do it again? Because we still don't have it. 
We still don't have it. You're still looking for it. See, some of you have been watching all these vacation uh, Instagrams and you're still wishing that was me. I, I wish I had that piece. We still are, are searching for it. So I want to look at this from a different perspective today. You see, be still. When we look at the words be still, this is coming from a word Rafa. Okay? And it's a verb which means to let go, to relax, to release. Humor me this morning. Let's do a little exercise. Close your eyes real quick. See, I know you came in here and y'all thought everything's good and you've all been smiling. Y'all have been a great audience this morning. But now eyes closed. Starting at the top of your head, I want you to purposefully just start relaxing. Like let the smile down. Just let your face relax. Now you're at the shoulders. Just let them relax. Drop them down. I don't care if you're sitting up straight or not this morning. Even, even lay back in your chair just a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. Y'all feel that tension that just leaves? Okay, on the count of three, I'm going to snap my fingers and you're all going to croak like a frog. No, I'm sorry. I had a, a hypnotist moment feeling there. But how many of you felt that release this morning? Like even though you felt like you come in in a good mood, and make sure to look at your neighbors that I didn't just put somebody to sleep, by the way. That the tension in your muscles. This is a technique I actually read about, and it, it actually came from a guy who was in the military, that, you know, military, sometimes they have just that short moment to sleep, and it's how he trained himself to start at the top of the head and purposefully feel that walkthrough of the body to release the muscles so that he could quickly fall asleep. How many of you almost fell asleep just now, just like you? <laughs> Come on. Y'all got to be honest in church. Bo, Bo did sink. I'm, I'm just seeing the very tip of his head back there. See, even when you think you're relaxed, there's still tension there. So I can be so tired and go to bed at night, and how many of you think, as soon as I hit the pillow, I'm going to go out, and then you lay there? Oh, my mercy. This technique, it really does work. And I even take it a step further because my mind is usually the problem. It won't stop because I'm already thinking of what I need to be doing. And I, I make myself just say over and over the color black, 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 black in my head so that I have no other thoughts and I just start releasing. And, and it's funny because we can sometimes think that we're good and we forget there's still tension that we're holding on to. So even though I'm proud that you made it to church this morning, some of you are still, you know, Monday. Maybe your Monday's already into your Sunday. Amen, Thomas. He, you know, he, he, he woke up, his phone went off this morning. He thought, oh, somebody's wishing me happy birthday. No, it was total chaos at work already. You know, one of those days. So in, in Psalms 46, be still, actively, purposefully, let go of expectations. That's what God is telling us. You see, there are two parts to this verse that we love. Oh, I bet, I bet there's some of you out there, you have this on your wall at home somewhere. Be still and know that I am God. But see, you have to do that first part. Be still. Relax. You have to release. You have to let go of things of expectations, of what you thought things were going to look like to know 
that God is in control. Be still, release it. And instead of, instead of trying to hold so tight to the things you're worried about, let it go and then start expecting that God's going to show up in the middle of your chaos, right where you are. You know, I tell my kids, I tell my family a whole lot when things get crazy. Do your best, and God does the rest. Do your best. In other words, do everything that you know to do in this situation. And then God does the rest. There comes a point you have to release it. There comes a point to know, okay, God, I did everything I knew to do. Like, I I went to work, I got the paychecks, I'm trying to pay the bills, I'm trying to be responsible. God, I, I need you to do the rest. I trust you that you'll do your part. You know, and for for my kids, I used to say it a lot during school when they'd worry about a test. Do your best, and God will do the rest. In other words, if you study young people, doing your best does not mean fall asleep on the book and hope that it somehow transfers. But if you study the best way you know how to study, then hopefully God's going to do the rest of bringing it back out when you need to know it. Right? It's kind of what we teach them in quizzing. Just study the word, and then hopefully it comes. We hope, right, Shelly? We hope those quizzers bring it back out. That, that applies to everything we can do in life. If we do our best, then God does the rest. Whether that's providing something for you or whether that's lifting you up to get you through what you're going through. But it means this. It means turning over the outcome to him, whether it's good or whether it's bad. To understand we can't control everything in life. So like right now, COVID, I, the, the stress this week of, oh, Lord, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to do this again. But then I said, God, okay, we're just going to do the things we know to do. And we're just going to trust you in this. And if we got to go through another year, we'll go through another year. Because you know what? God brought us through 2020. He can bring us through again. And that's okay. That's okay. You see, peace, too often we're chasing a feeling. We're chasing a moment. If I could just have that vacation. If I could just get a little more money. If I could let it go. Be still. Relax. Release. Oh, if only it was that easy, BJ. I didn't say it was easy. I said it was a decision that we make. It's a decision to let go. It's a decision to know who God is and to trust that. Oh, we've got story after story after story in history of people that didn't know where God was sending them and they followed anyway of a Savior that knew where God was sending him. And he went anyway. You see, the problem is, we believe that peace is about having no problems. We believe that peace is about having no worries. And that's a lie. That's not what peace is. Peace is not just a feeling or a moment or a state of life because this world is not our home. This world is not our home. In the book of Isaiah, 
Isaiah verse, chapter 9, verse 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. Wait, this ain't Christmas, right? Yeah, just listen. And the government will rest on his shoulders. So, so Facebook warriors, stop worrying about the politics. God has that under control too. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Church, peace is not a moment or a feeling. Peace is a person, Jesus Christ. That's where peace comes from. Y'all know those bumper stickers? They're a little bit old. Maybe you still see them every now and then. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus and no peace. I used to think those were corny. (laughs) I really did. But that's exactly true. That's exactly true. When you don't know who Jesus is, you can't have peace in this life. Just flip through the news any day and and you'll see. When you don't know Jesus. You know, when we see people that irritate us on social media, I have to stop and say, do they even know Jesus? Like, I don't think they do. (laughs) I don't think they do. I even get worried sometimes when I see pastors. I'm like, do they know Jesus? Because I don't think they do. You know, sometimes I flip through the TV and I'm like, I don't know. But you see, peace is a person. Church, we're looking at all the wrong things trying to find peace. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. Talking about God. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. Peace is only found in God. And that doesn't equal things that are perfect. When Jesus was born, he was called what? Emmanuel. God with us. So when we pray for for peace, really and truly, if we're honest, what we're actually asking God to do, could you just stop the storm, Lord? (laughs) Could you just stop everything that's going on? And often we forget we already have peace with us. We forget that. The reality, the truth. You don't have to pray for peace. If you have Jesus Christ, you have peace. You have it. Because in John 14, 27, he said, I'm leaving you with a gift. This is Jesus. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Do you hear that, family? Everything you're searching out in the world is never going to give you peace. Because it runs out. Money runs out. Jobs change. Health changes. Life changes for the good and for the bad. It's why the world can never give us peace. But Jesus said, I give you a gift. And guess what? God, does, God doesn't do the whole takesy-backsy thing. So if he gives you a gift, he ain't going to take it back. It's yours. But you've got to open it and you've got to use it. 
So you have to change your approach to life. Imagine that. God wants us to change. What if, instead of being so shocked every time something happened, what if we prepare our heart to expect the storms and the difficulties? Well, BJ, I don't want to ask for trouble. No, it's not, it's not about asking for trouble. But it's about not being surprised. I don't wake up every spring and go, tornadoes, what is happening? Because I know it's going to happen, right? We know the spring is tornado season. Just like down on the coast. When a, that's why, you know, when a hurricane happens, we're all up here in the Midwest going, oh my, look at the hurricane coming. And they're down there going, party. They already know it's coming. Like they know how to prepare for it, right? They know when to judge leaving or staying in their house. Why? Because they were expecting it. Hoping it wouldn't happen, but expecting it. Church, we live in a broken world where things happen. Expect the storm doesn't mean you want the storm. It's okay to pray to God and say, I don't want this. I don't even Jesus prayed that way. Oh, Father, I don't if you got any other way to do this, let's do it. So it's okay to pray that way. But don't feel so hurt thinking it happened to you purposefully. God doesn't work that way. Some things in this life are just life. And everybody's going through it with you. Now the enemy's telling you you're by yourself, you're alone, nobody understands you. But they do. You see, the thing is, from his peace, Jesus Christ, from his presence... You are fully equipped with strength and courage to make it through the storm. Why do you think Jesus was asleep on the back of the boat? Because peace was with him. He wasn't worried about the storm like they were. But they seemed shocked, didn't they? Emmanuel, God with us, the Prince of Peace, he came into this world... But do you notice he did not eradicate war? He did not eradicate relational breakdowns between people, did he? Did not eradicate stress. That's why whatever you and I are going through, we can still find it in this Bible today. Those things didn't just disappear because Jesus came, but Jesus brought peace to go through those things. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. I don't know. I I kept feeling like as I was going back over my message this morning that somebody has a storm that you need to know who's in the boat with you this morning. The Prince of Peace. Peace is a person. And when you've got that, you can walk through anything. You see, Jesus came to bring peace into the world, but he brought it so that we could have peace with God. Then when you make peace with God, you can have peace with people. What's our motto? Love God, love people. You can't do that if you don't have Jesus. You can be nice to God and you can be nice to people. But the true heartfelt agape kind of love, you need Jesus Christ. Every person starts with a broken relationship with God. We've all sinned. 
So maybe you just need to be still and let go this morning. Maybe there are things that you have been trying to figure out and you are wrestling with and you say, God, I don't know what else to do, so I'm just going to lay it here and leave it. Let go. I don't know about you guys, when I am stressed, I can wake myself up in my sleep and have this made. I am so stressed about something. Anybody else? Is that just me? Like, I will literally have to stretch out my hands. They will hurt so bad. And I'll realize I've been stressed about something. And it's because I haven't let go of it. We don't need to look far to know that relationships between people are broken. Even, even within our own families. But perfect peace, when we trust God, our thoughts are on Him, and He can bring about peace. Because sometimes, you're not going to change that other person, no matter how much you argue with them, or beg with them, or even just tell them you love them. It's going to take a heart change from God on their side of things. So be still and know that he is God. He knows exactly the the state of their heart and he can work in them. And believe it or not, God can do it without me. (laughs) Sometimes we forget that, don't we? And we mean it in the best of ways. I'm not talking about being all prideful, but I'm talking about sometimes we forget to just let go and let God do it. Many of you came through the doors today with a big old smile on your face. I really, really, really saw a lot of smiles. But I'm going to challenge you that I think a lot of those smiles cover a lot of hurt sometimes. Because we're just trained to come into church with a smile. How you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Isn't that our train? What if I, what, what's that game, taboo, where you have words you can't say? What if we had some of those phrases that I put out on the front door, do not say these phrases when you come into church. We wouldn't know what to say to one another, would we? Because we just, we're trained that way. Because church is a happy place, right, Diane? But it's also okay to come in here with a little hurt and say, I need my family to love me. I need the family of God to surround me today. I'm not saying you have to come in and spill all your details, but it's okay to just say, Diane, how are you doing today? And if she says, you know, it's a tough day, but I made it here today, then I know I need to pray for Diane. One of the things as a pastor I hate is when somebody says, hey, have, have you been praying about such and such? And I go, I ain't even heard about it. How, how, how can I pray about it if I haven't heard about it? Right? So maybe you came in here with that smile today, but I'm going to challenge you. I know that everybody has a storm. If you don't have something that you're, you're storming in your life right now, will you please come tell me the secret to that? Because whether it's your job, your family, your health, your friends, your finances, somebody's got something going on that you're dealing with. So maybe this morning you need to... Come to an altar or or right where you're at if you don't feel comfortable with that, whatever. Maybe you need to be still and you need to release something to God today.
and say, God, I'm going to do the best that I can. I I know that maybe I have some things I have to do with this. I have a responsibility. I'll do my best, but God, I'm going to release the rest of it to you. And I'm going to trust you. My, My school members today, I know that you're looking at a school year going, oh, we had so much hope for what this was going to look like, and now I don't know what it's going to look like, and I really don't want to go back to that. I know y'all are frustrated. <laughs> and I know you're tired. You know, we, we, we tried so hard to love on our school people this past year, but I think this is more important than last year because you're tired. And you were ready for things to look really different, and now you don't know what it's going to look like, and God does. Can I tell you that? God already knows what the school year is going to look like, and it's going to be okay. You're going to love your kids. That's the most important thing. We're going to love on you, and it's going to be okay. I promise. Because God has already seen it. He already knows it. So let go. Be still this morning. You know, when Peter walked on the water, he didn't tell Jesus, calm the water down, Jesus, and I'll come to you. No, because he knew who he was talking to. He trusted Jesus. He said, call me and I'll come. And he stepped out in the middle of the storm. Now, the problem was he took his eyes off Jesus, right? We know he's saying, right? Keep your eyes focused. No matter what your storm is, keep your eyes focused on your peace, and that is Jesus Christ. Because even if the storm doesn't settle, he'll walk with you. He'll hold you above the water. You may be tired this morning from your storm because it's something you have went through maybe for years, and you feel like you just haven't seen a release yet. God wanted me to tell somebody this morning, don't quit. Because whatever you have been going through, he wants to remind you, I was there the whole way. How do you think you made it this far? Because I gave you the strength and the courage you needed to get there. Peace. Be still. Let go of your expectations today so you can be open to what God wants to do with you right where you are. You came in here looking for a word to give you peace this morning, but I'm telling you, you need the living word, Jesus, Emmanuel, the Prince of Peace, to walk through whatever you have going on. Stand with me this morning, church. I'll just let Bo pray, pray, play something. He, he just freaked out in the back. Whoa, she didn't prep me for that one. Play something for us, Bo. These altars are open, guys. I think today of all days, there's so much that we need to pray uh, for people to recognize Jesus as our peace right now, to just cling on to. There's not a, a government official that can save us. There's not even a health official that can save us. There's not. We need Jesus. We need Jesus this morning to just give us strength and courage to face whatever. So the pandemic's not over. Oh, well, Jesus is still king. He's still in control, so I'm okay with that. Dear Heavenly Father, we come today. And Father, it goes, the pandemic actually is the last thing in my mind right at this moment because I feel like there's so many things in each of our lives going on that it honestly makes us want to cry. But we've plastered a smile on this morning. Oh, Lord. 
but you know our hearts. And I pray right now for each person here and online to be still before you. We don't offer you our ideas on how to fix it anymore, Lord. We just release it to you. We know that you are God. God in control. And whatever we're facing, however scary it is, you know where we are. And we trust you. We trust you to get us through the storm, and we trust that you can even calm that storm. Just say the word. Father, just make every person realize right now, just reaffirm in them the Holy Spirit, that gift of peace of heart and mind you gave us. May it fill us and consume us from head to toe. God, I pray that every person as we went through that exercise of relaxing our body, uh, may they realize as we release the tension, your spirit fills in those places with your peace. Father, somebody today needs to reach out to Jesus Christ because they don't even have you as their Savior yet. And it's time to make that decision. They've been bouncing back and forth, but God, today is the day of salvation. Because maybe a lot of what I just said didn't make a whole lot of sense, and it's because they don't have Jesus. Peace is a person. Lord, I pray for my educators in this room today. I know I've heard many this week and and just the the sorrow of having to think about this again. So we pray for him, Lord. We pray for the teachers that God, no matter what they have to do in those classrooms, may the love of Jesus shine through these educators to our children. Father, for our administrators, the decisions that has to be made, I, I, I pray for Gala this morning, Lord. I pray for the things that are heavy on her, that I know that she has decisions she has to make and, and keep keep on top of things, and, and God, the stress that can come with that. So we pray this morning for your peace to be evident in her and all that she does. God, we pray for our kids, that you just will surround them this school year. And Father, may... May they be resilient in all they do. The main thing is, may they feel love because of who you are through these educators. Father, for the individuals facing things today, may they have the courage they need and the strength they need because of you. To know when to speak up and to know when to be silent, Lord, and just trust in you. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this reminder to me, Lord, this week. That when the storms are raging, peace be still. And we'll say that name, Jesus, that is the center of it all. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Church family, go have a beautiful day with your family in the air conditioner, I hope. And go be a blessing to anyone you come in contact. Have a great day. Hey, I hope you received exactly what you needed from that message. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or you can always find us in person if you're in the area. 
If you'd like to support our ministries, you can find us on Tithely. Thank you to those who support our church. I hope you will subscribe and join us on the next one. And remember, you are loved. Thank you.